This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple A seven two seven B E C K Pat and Stu. Uh, what a happy happy day today, huh? Are you happy? Oh, I feel the same oh, way. Oh man, thank you for uh, for saying you're happy to wow. remind me how happy I am. Right. Uh, so uh, obviously, Cruz didn't win by eleven yesterday. <laughs> uh, what did he lose by fifteen? Is that what it was? Is that what it turned out to be? Seventeen. 17? Good. Like that. I don't Good. have it okay. in front of me, but right. it was uh, not close. That's a oh boy. Indiana, man. They really, really, really let us down badly. Is it true now that you cannot go back there? I can't go back there. I won't go back there. I could, but I'm not going to. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, Indiana doesn't exist to me anymore. It's not just dead to me. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. There is no Indiana. Um, so, Well, with the death of the Republican primary comes the death of... Um, <laughs> Uh, election by numbers, at least for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so we had some stuff that we were going to talk about today. One of the interesting things, though, is that the race really seemed to change in between Wisconsin and New York. Yes, it did. Um, and it's odd mm-hmm. because you ca- you're coming off a big win for Ted Cruz, right? Um, and not to right. mention uh, several other smaller delegate type wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, once again, yesterday in Indiana, this is a state that is much more tailored to Ted Cruz demographically than Donald Trump. <laughs> However, Donald Trump overperformed the best poll taken before. He, he, the best poll was him plus 15. He won by seven, 17 or something like that. It was in that general area. At least hit the best poll um, that came out. All the other polls had him between like, you know, four, five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Uh, I think his average lead coming into that election uh, into Indiana was 4.1 points, according to Real Clear Politics, and he won by 17. I mean, uh, you know. This is the exact reverse of what happened throughout the early stages where Trump consistently underperformed his polls. He would be sometimes even when he had big wins, he'd win, he'd lead by 30 going in and he'd win by 18. You know, he, he had a mm-hmm. lot of that going on early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and here he ever since the huge cruise victory in Wisconsin, that completely reversed itself. I don't know that I'll ever understand it. I, I won't. And, uh, you know, I posted something on Facebook last night that kind of expressed how yeah. I, I felt maybe about it. Maybe we should it. do this uh, at, later on in the yeah, show. Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, one of the responses to it, because I mentioned how devout Christians voted for this guy. A guy who's never asked forgiveness. A guy who doesn't know the Bible. A guy who referred to Second Corinthians as 2 Corinthians, showing his lack of knowledge of it. Or interest in it. 
Uh, what do what do devout Christians write back who are Trump fans? Well, we're not looking for a pastor in chief. Surely they they're are. Just so Christians stupid. Too. They're just so unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I don't need a pastor I mean, in chief either. No, I, that's not what. That's not the freaking point. Right. I don't need. It's yeah. Not the point. Yeah. It, 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 there's a difference, and mm. honestly, it's less of a difference of knowledge of the Bible. If someone were to come to me and not be, it's per- about his phoniness. It's He's about a life. fraud. He's if you a fraud. Lie, uh, if you will lie about God, yeah. then what else will you lie about? Everything. And of course, everything. Like everything man just is the him. answer. And again, I don't know. I don't know what, like, this is how I feel today. This is the uh, venting of uh, many months of uh, annoyance. Uh, and I don't know that, you know, we sit here and obsess about this on an everyday basis on this show either. I mean, I, No, I don't I, think we're going I, to. I think you got it. You got how we feel about it. Um, yeah. I mean, you guys put him as the grand nozzle of the douche Hall of Fame. I think you're on the same page as us. Um, so I, 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 I don't know mm-hmm. that there's any point in us constantly railing against it after today, maybe. Um, and I, I think we could still t- obviously talk about it. We'll still talk about the election. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, you... one thing we can talk about is uh, what's happening with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump in the polls, which he claims. Oh, the polls are all now starting to show me a hit. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, latest one shows Hillary Clinton increasing her lead to yep. thirteen points. Yep, fifty-four forty-one, fifty-four forty-one over him. And by the way, in that poll, it shows that uh, Donald Trump. Because usually Republicans will win white voters, obviously, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's the way this has worked. Minority voters go to Democrats, um, typically. But you have to, so you have to win vote white voters by large margins to even have a chance. Mitt Romney only won white voters by I think eighteen points, um, which is not was not big enough for him to win. Obviously, he lost mm-hmm. the election. Uh, Donald Trump in the poll is up by nine. So even though he's wow. supposed to be, uh, even though he spends most of his time railing against minorities, he still <laughs> he still can't even lock up the white vote to the level that <laughs> Mitt Romney had it. Uh, I mean, it, look, this is going to be a disaster. It is. Uh, without, with some, with an asterisk. Uh, one of the things that I've learned, and we'll go over this later as well, is that, you know, you, there's always an asterisk. You know, I, D- Donald Trump has no chance to win with an asterisk. You know, I, you have to you have to put that in there because there's always the possibility that something like this can happen. And it did. Um, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel good about it. I mean, and, you know, and, and we spent a lot of time. I'm very frustrated that Donald Trump is the nominee. Could I have dealt with Marco Rubio as a nominee? Yes. Oh, yeah. Could I have dealt with trying to push the envelope here? Um, well, certainly Carly Fiorina as a nominee. Yes. Uh, could I dealt, have dealt with... Uh, Bobby Jindal, yes. Uh, could I have dealt with Jeb Bush? No, but I would not be fearful for what happens mm-hmm. if he gets elected. It would just be another mm-hmm. crappy Republican. Um, this is, I mean, this is way beyond any of those people. Anybody else who ran, Donald Trump is far more progressive than any of them. Um, and, you know, not mm. to mention erratic and unpredictable. Um, I'm just reading a story about a bunch of people who came out from the Never Trump group. Will they continue to be Never Trump? And they all said, well, yes, Glenn was featured in the article. Um, but one of them said uh, they might consider voting for Hillary Clinton. And the reason is, and I would not consider that, but the reason for it was Hillary Clinton will be a terrible president and she will be awful. But I, don't, I won't go to bed at night wondering whether a mushroom cloud appears somewhere in the world because Donald Trump got pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I mean, it's a per- I mean I'm not going to support mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton by any means, but I understand that argument. That's it's legitimate. I, God only knows. God only knows. I have no idea what that guy would do as president, but I guarantee it would not be uh, not be constitutional. 
That I can tell you for sure. And of course, this is why we've been doing this. But you know, like I, you know, I go. I understand what Glenn is saying, and I understand what many people have said. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta look at these things, and you gotta understand them, and you gotta move the ball down the field. I don't know if that's our job, honestly. I don't know what our job is. My my impression of this job is to come here and to try to do a show that's informative, entertainment, and entertaining and truthful. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, is it my job to get people elected? I don't think so. I mean, I've never saw, I've never seen it that way. Obviously, Glenn endorsed a candidate this time, so it was, uh, you know, something that he obviously wanted to do and go out and campaign for Ted Cruz. I feel, I think, as strongly about Ted Cruz as he does, and, and, and as you do, Pat. Um, but I mean, I don't know if that's our job. That was a separate job. It was a second job Glenn took on. His job is uh, to do a radio show is not to get people elected. Uh, I think it's to to try to provide truthful information in a way that people can digest it. If they if they choose if they choose to hear it and then go vote for Donald Trump, well, that's that's not, that's their job. Okay, we all have our jobs in this society. That's not my job is to not make you vote the way you're supposed to. You're supposed to be doing that. I mean, how many times did our founders talk about this? This whole thing falls apart if we're not a, an engaged country. And obviously we are not at this point. Yeah, it's, it's one of my uh, commenters on my post last night on my Facebook page said, uh, okay, all you uh, cruise people, mourn if you must for a while, but then get back in the fight and let's win this thing. Uh, no. Win it for what? No. Absolutely not. I mean, uh, I don't, it doesn't matter whether whether Trump or Hillary win, really. It's they're both equally horrific. Maybe Trump's even worse because he's, in addition to being liberal on many things, he's also stupid. He's also ill-informed on almost everything that I can that I can see. I don't know any issue on which this guy is well-informed, has articulated a, a coherent policy. I've, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. At least I know where Hillary stands. And, and if Hillary's up there, you'll have the squishiest, worst Republicans still opposing her. Yeah. Because they don't like her, yeah. and they want to, they're want they an R instead of a D, so you'll have some opposition towards the president. Uh, and you also have, uh, you know, you, I mean, think about this for a second. Forget all of the stuff that's happened. The man thinks, and I don't know if he thinks this or not, but the man said publicly multiple times he thinks Ted Cruz's father helped kill JFK. Now, we all, everyone on earth knows that's not true. And he said it anyway because he thought it might benefit him with a few voters in one state. He will do anything for himself. I don't want that person. That's pretty obvious. I, I, I really don't. I'd much rather have a person who is, uh, I ideologically disagree with, who is not completely unstable, and that will have an opposition. Right. We'll have a side of the argument that says, wait a minute, we don't want that. Now, with Donald Trump, some of the things, uh, he will have an opposition on anything he tries to do that is conservative, which I think would be largely rare. He also will misinterpret things for being conservative that aren't because mm-hmm. he will say, well, it's conservative. I want government power to do X, Y, and Z. That's conservative. That's not a conservative thing. He will trample mm-hmm. on the Constitution. And he will. And you know who will love it? People like Chuck Schumer who he's donated to, and we'll sit back and go, wow, this is great. I can manipulate this guy into doing things that he thinks he's winning on uh, because mm-hmm. I've been here for a million years and I know this game and he doesn't. And also I know these issues a lot better. 
because Donald Trump doesn't even understand the basics of most of these issues, not even the basics. So when he gets to the level where he's going to need to make these decisions, he will be constantly manipulated. He will uh, be constantly making deals that benefit himself. Uh, and he will do it largely without a Republican uh, opposition. Yes, Mike Lee and Ted Cruz and Rand Paul will stand up and say these things. Ben Sass will say these things. There will be some people that will stand up against the Donald Trump on the Republican side. But you don't need many. All you need is the Democrats plus five or six, maybe ten Republicans. Um, and honestly, with Donald Trump on the ticket, you might not need any Republicans. Remember, the Senate uh, is really tenuous as it is. You put Donald Trump on this ticket, which is going to happen, most likely you're going to lose control of the Senate. You have a shot at losing control of the House, though uh, it's more difficult because of gerrymandering and things like that to lose the House. But most likely you will lose uh, the Senate. Uh, and you won't, he'll be able to pass things uh, routinely with only a few Republican senators just to avoid the filibuster. I mean, he'll be able to do whatever he wants on the liberal side. And if that's the guy you want, I mean, you got him. There, there's your vote. But I'm not putting my name on that. I, I forget it. Also, speaking of douchebags, uh, John Kasich. This is unbelievable. How amazing is this guy? How amazing? Oh, I'm in this thing for the long haul. I'm going all the way to the convention. I can win this thing. We're going to get it on one of the ballots. It might be the 700th ballot, but I'm going to win. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to be the nominee. The second he fulfills his role as spoiler for Ted Cruz. Oh, okay, I'm out too. Unbelievable. It's just, who do you make the deal with? Was it Trump or was it the RNC? Was it Reince Priebus or was it Donald J. Trump? I, I, what, a, what a snake. What a pathetic piece of crap he is. Yeah, totally uh, that really just terrible. drives me I don't know who he made the deal with. out of my mind. Uh, it's amazing, too. I mean, and it's funny. If you look at the results last night, the uh, Kasich-Cruz alliance idea mm. um, re- played out relatively ha- as expected. I mean, Kasich got, I think, 8%. Or 7%? Yeah, 7 I think. I mean, most of the Kasich people abandoned Kasich and voted for Cruz. It just that mm. Trump got over 50%. And you, and you can't win with any alliance against someone who gets over 50%. Right. So, I mean, Trump really... This is not one of those things where Trump backed into this. Trump won this. Trump won mm-hmm. it with the excitement of the party. And that's why, screw the party. Uh, I don't need it. Um, I, you know, there's a part of me that holds on to this idea that the Re- Republican Party is closest to my values, and I think we all now know that that's not true. It's not true. It's not true. I it mean, I, it's obviously not true. I would much rather go with, mm-hmm. let's say, a libertarian. And by the way, everybody's been pitching me libertarian candidates all day, and I appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to look into all of them. Um, but Farley Anderson. And, and Pat will be pitching you nonstop Farley Anderson commercials for the next several months. Uh, but, I mean, I'd much rather ha- – because there are definitely things I disagree with on libertarian. It's why I'm not a hardcore libertarian and haven't been for, you know, f- previous to this election. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I'm an independent, and I've always thought of myself as an independent that leads Republican, kind of leans libertarian. I'm no longer an idea – I'm no longer an independent that leads Republican. Uh, it's, I'm not. Yeah. I'm an, an independent that leans libertarian. And, and again, the, the issue with that is that – um, as a libertarian, sometimes I disagree with their policies, but they make the policy errors on the side of smaller government. They make the anything that I, any issue that I have is them saying, well, you know what, uh, there's too little government or there's too much government in this area. And I might say, you know what, that's the, the appropriate amount. I might say the, the appropriate amount is a little bit more than you think it is, but I'm much more willing to err on that side. And, you know, the Republican Party stands for nothing. 
nothing. After this, it stands for zero. I mean, I, I, I would love to see a bunch of these um, Republican senators that are liberty-minded leave. You know, pull, just get out, go, go, you know, maybe switch to libertarian and, and, and have seven libertarian senators in the Senate. And, you know, the only problem with that is it's going to be much harder to get reelected. But still, I mean, when I talk about a statement, I mean, you'd still vote the same way. These people would still vote their conscience mm-hmm. and probably agree with Republicans more often than not. But I would love to see something like that you happen. You still caucus with Republicans. Wouldn't yeah. matter that much. Yeah, that's what Bernie Sanders did. Um, one guy I, I leave this whole campaign with some respect for uh, is uh, journalist Jake Tapper. Because yep. he actually is a journalist. He's tough on both sides. He'll ask some questions that'll piss you off to Ted Cruz. But then he'll stand up to somebody else, as he did uh, yesterday on CNN. This latest episode started this morning when Trump cited a bizarre and completely uncorroborated report, and I use the term report loosely, in the National Enquirer, the supermarket tabloid. The National Enquirer, which has endorsed Trump and is published by a friend of Trump's, has been launching smear after smear against Cruz and his family. This Mm -hmm. story shows a photograph from August 1963 of a man standing with soon-to-be John F. Kennedy assassin Lee Harvey Oswald, handing out pro-Castro literature. And the story suggests that the man is Cruz's father, Raphael. Now... The problem is, there's really no proof. I cannot believe I need to say the following, but here goes. There is no corroborated evidence that Ted Cruz's father ever met Lee Harvey Oswald, or for that matter, any other presidential assassin. We in the media don't talk about it because there's no evidence of it. In fact, there is contrary evidence. Well before the picture was taken, Rafael Cruz's sister was brutally beaten by Castro forces, and Rafael Cruz had denounced the regime. So any suggestion that Cruz's father played a role in the Kennedy assassination is ridiculous and, frankly, shameful. Now, that's not an anti-Trump position or a pro-Cruz position. It's a pro-truth position. Nice. Nice. Yeah, That's a... Phenomenal segment. And he did right that throughout uh, the coverage yesterday. So I was watching great. the election coverage yesterday. So he That's went to great. a report. They talked about this. They said, and you know, of course, the Trump the Trump campaign did not uh, provide any true uh, any proof for this allegation. And they went back to Tapper. He goes, well, they didn't provide any truth because a uh, proof because it's not true. Because <laughs> it's not powerful. And it's also how, how journalists should be handling yes. Donald Trump. And they haven't been. Yes, uh, with the exception of Tapper, with the exception of a right. few others, uh, there have been Scant exceptions few, to that. There, are, there have been a few. Um, and, you know, I think they will, they, will all, they will all become Jake Tapper's soon. You know, and it's interesting that in light of all of this, uh, CNN, for the first time in 20 years, has passed Fox News in the ratings mm. in the last two months. It's passed it in my household, I'll tell you that. CNN has beaten Fox two straight months now. Uh, do you think this has something to do with it? That they're journalists now and Fox is in the tank for uh, Donald Trump? I mean, I've huh. always... I wonder. I've always felt, and this goes back to even you know before mm. we were on Fox News, that when it comes down to uh, there's a hurricane or um, there's a plane crash... Like, it's always been that with CNN. CNN. I, I've always felt like that was like... But a, everybody but went away opinion, from that for a while. For opinion, though, for me, I would go to Fox News. I mean, yeah. I, you know, like I like watching the hosts on Fox News, and many of them I still like, uh, but I, I just don't, uh, you know... 
It's just I don't. I, there's too much of this nonsense in there. I, yeah. and I, you know, and, and so I wind up going to CNN because CNN, while at times does show, uh, still show some uh, what I believe to be liberal bias. They usually put on, um, you know, some of their panels, I believe, are larger than the Super Bowl audience. Uh, they Approximately mm. 85,000 people were on the panel last night. Um, but, you know, you put in people, they really do hit every single, they had Trump supporters on. You have uh, S.E. Cup, who was on, who, who made some really good points about uh, never Trump going forward um, last night that I heard. Um, you know, sometimes there's, you know, more conservative people. Buck Sexton was on last night. Um, you know, you have voices uh, from across the spectrum, so I get to hear all of it. But it's not necessarily pointless talking head back and forth for the most part, although some of the Trump people certainly uh, would qualify as that. Um, uh, but, it's, and, you know, and there's some other people as well. Point being, though, that you get, I think, journalists, you have Anderson Cooper, you have uh, um, Jake Tapper, who, you know, I might not agree with them every time, but I do feel like they come at it from an honest perspective and try to explain where they're coming from. Try to report the facts, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, I feel like you can trust at least the idea that they're trying to present it fairly. I, 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 that's all I really ask. I don't necessarily need you to actually succeed in, in uh, uh, presenting it fairly every time, but I do want you to try. And I feel like there are examples uh, over uh, at other networks where they're not even trying. Certainly at MSNBC and, and more increasingly at Fox, you know, I mean, look, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's, it's just it's the way I feel. It, you know, it does yeah. not mean that some people uh, over there are there. A lot of them are doing a great job and there's a lot of personalities over there that I really like and enjoy. And, and you know, but I mean, I, this is and yet there's some that really that. suck. Now. Yeah, there's I, some that really yeah. suck and that I really don't appreciate anymore. But, uh, you know, if there's one thing last night did or should do. Uh, for you, it's maybe start your thinking process for preparing. You know, you might want to prepare. Just prepare for whatever might come to pass in the future. I, I, who knows what could happen? Take those basic steps um, mm -hmm. because. But where do you start, Stu? <laughs> you start where a, do you start? Well, That's giant, the thing. There's a giant screen that explains it. It's a My Patriot Supply 72-hour emergency food kit, only I $10. Had, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Huh. Pretty easy. It's an easy How first step. That? And it's $10. Again, mm -hmm. uh, you're probably going to spend more than that on a lunch. You oh, out, easy. You know, go out and get a sandwich. Easy. Get a, an extra value meal these days. Uh, well, Jeffy's going to spend a lot more than that on a lunch. Uh, yes. But I mean, bucks. you don't even, it's not like you used to say like, oh, well, you know, look, that's one trip uh, for your family to go out for dinner. No, actually, it's just a trip for you to go out for lunch. The, three of, us, the three of us went to IHOP last week, and you know how cheap IHOP is. We spent $94 for three of us. It was literally yeah. one of the most expensive. <laughs> and we got, all we got is like three little IHOP Happy Meals. Okay, Jeff. It wasn't 94, but it was a lot. <laughs> it was more than $10, I when guarantee it. I will say, when you look at, the, look at us on TV, this explains how much we ate. Right. Uh, but yeah, you, you know, if we would have skipped just one of our side meals uh, at that meal, uh, we would have been able to pay for three days of food from My Patriot Supply that keeps for 25 years. So if there's an emergency, yeah. you always have it there. You don't have to refresh it. It's always there if you need it. You need to call them today. 888 or go online and just go to preparewiththeblaze.com. Really easy. 888-411-6844 or preparewiththeblaze.com. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us 
how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat was saying in the break, um, multiple nasty things. No, I didn't say anything nasty. No, that's true. You just said F. I used a letter. Letter. Used a letter. F that I'm going home. But I would encourage you, uh, Pat, to not go home yet because we have a spoon segment today. Oh, okay. I'm going to stay for that. In fact, my understanding is we're trying something new from Dairy Queen. Nice. Nice. That gives life new meaning. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. I will say that. And by the way, we should point mm. out that Jeffy is giving me that look of like, wait a minute. This is the first day I've ever tried to not eat a lot. And uh, believe me, I feel your pain on that. But I mean, this is science. We, I think we need to make sure. He feels your pain. He does. Um, in addition to that, the clipboard saga, mm-hmm. just like Ted Cruz's campaign and John Kasich's <laughs> campaign, comes to an end uh, today. Mm-hmm. As right after the show. You can go on our Facebook page, uh, the Patents Do Facebook page, for a Patents Do Facebook live event where we will get new clipboards actually what? painted. It's very exciting. So they don't look like crap anymore. Very exciting. Um, wow. Nice. You know what wasn't exciting? What? Uh, we, we lost Ted Cruz last night. We lost him. We lost? Wait, we I, lost you didn't, can you break that to me a little? Uh, he's about to drop out of the... He dropped out of the... Oh, no. We lost him. Oh, no. It's not like John Kasich <laughs> dropping out, who, by the way, oh. is currently dropping out. in fourth place. In a two-person race, <laughs> which is a great way to look at that. Yeah. It's and called you know, failure. I mean, we fought as hard as we could. We we did. We tried as hard as we could. I I don't know that there was any stone we left unturned f- for the country, but it just it just wasn't enough. I mean, we are in such a dark place, as I wrote in my Facebook posting last night, that a majority of voters who were supposed to be conservative chose a flaming freaking liberal to lead them. A huge swath of devout Christians uh, chose, to, chose a man who's never asked his God for forgiveness. What is that about? Can't, can't name a single Bible verse and refers to 2 Corinthians as 2 Corinthians. Nobody does that. Uh, a lot of honest Americans chose the biggest liar we've ever seen on a national stage running for office. Gentle citizens chose a bully. And, you know, people who I think are normally pretty smart chose the the least informed man I've ever seen run for office. Ever. So, you know, congratulations uh, to all those who loved him. Mm-hmm. You know, the Fox News, the Sean Hannity, Matt Drudge, Breitbart. Let's see how proud you are of your efforts on November 9th when Hillary Clinton is the new president of the United States. And let's say through some miracle, through something unforeseen, as the whole Trump phenomenon was to us. Let's say he becomes president. Let's see how you feel in a year from now. Let's see how you feel two years down the road. Let's see how you're feeling three years down the road. Then come to me and tell me uh, what a great choice you made. They'll just deny they ever voted for the they, guy. Uh, yeah, they yeah, will. They'll, they'll forget yeah. completely oh, about no, it. What, oh, what? well, this oh. guy, he, he tricked us. Or maybe the mindless defenses will continue. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, again, the Trump supporter has offered uh, 
and demanded the support of people who don't like Trump. And they, but they've said, we will do three things. We will win the nomination, we will win the presidency, and he will be a great president. You're a third of the way there. Yep. Good luck. I mean, that's good, good luck, luck with that. that. That's great. Yeah, that's it, great. but it's your mess. And I, by the way, I hope your they're mess. right. I hope they're right. You know? I, well, I don't hope that he wins. Um, but I do hope that if he does win, he's a great president. I mean, I, you know, we gave the same mm. benefit of the doubt to Barack Obama. Sure did. If, if Barack Obama would have come out of the chute and passed big-time tax de- uh, cuts and, and, and uh, handled terrorism and, and cut regulation, he would have won us over. He didn't. He did the exact opposite of that. And, of mm-hmm. course, you know, this is what happens. With Trump, if he becomes president and he becomes a great president, maybe he'll win us over someday. I, I, I don't see it happening, but maybe he will. He will get, I will say he will get a clean slate from me starting uh, if he becomes president. He starts at ground zero, and let's see what he does. There's an interesting correlation there, too, between the Trump supporters and the Obama supporters. They're the same. They're exactly the same. I mean, I had a woman on my Facebook page write a comment like, uh, you guys have been so unfair to him. You just don't listen to what he's saying. No. That's the problem we do. Pumpkin. It is the exact opposite. We have listened to every word he has said. We have seen what he, we have played what he says. Yo! Are not listening to what he is saying. And to how often this guy lies. I mean, how many times do you have to prove it before you understand what a liar he is? How many times does he have to show that he, you know, the Bible is the most important book in his life. And then he shows he's got no knowledge of it. How many times do you have to see that before you understand what a fraud he is? How many times, how many policies do you have to see, like health care, where he wants universal coverage for everybody, and he uses the rhetoric of the left, well, I don't want to see people dying in the streets because they're not covered. That should never happen in the greatest country in the world. Well, that's the same crap we heard from Obama. It's the same stuff we hear from Hillary, and it's the exact same stuff we hear from Bernie Sanders. Why? Because he's like-minded. Do you think uh, we should raise taxes on the wealthy? Uh, yes. I That's don't. What he, said. he does. That's what he said. Yes. He does. He, he said, yes, I do. I mean, how many me, times do you have to see this stuff? Yeah, I mean, again, you know. I, I, what do you have to ignore to say, okay, this is my conservative guy and I'm for him no matter what? Wow. It's I mean, amazing. you got to deny all reality for that. It is amazing. You really do. 888 Beck is the number. Back with more in just a second. Mm-hmm. It will be happier. No, it won't. No, I'm about to do my best. That's right. true. Oh, okay. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the number. Congratulations uh, to Donald Trump and his supporters. Uh, I will say, at least as yay. a sports fan, uh, only viewing it through the lens of an unlikely victory, mm-hmm. uh, I am completely amazed uh, he was able to pull this off at all. I am not a, enough of a historian to make such pronouncements, but it might be the most amazing political achievement in history. I really do mean that. I was not alone in thinking that he had zero chance to win the nomination. But that does not make me less wrong about it. I mean, really freaking wrong 
I honestly, seriously believed he you had You were wronger no than a lot of people. In, in a bigly way. In a bigly way, in you were wronger. In a bigly way, I was wronger. Even more wronger than many. Right. <laughs> Very true. Uh, I remember in 2004, uh, Howard Might have Dean, been the most wrongest, but go ahead. Sorry. Thank you. Howard Dean had a gigantic lead in 2004 <laughs> before Iowa, and then yeah. it, I, we all watched it disappear. And I remember taking the lesson from that campaign that literally anything can happen in politics and that I shouldn't let myself make pronouncements without some sort of qualifying level of probability assigned to each one. But, you know, I kind of forgot about that lesson. <laughs> okay? It was a long time. It was 2004. Uh, the most common question that all of us will be answering over the next six months will be, now that Cruz is out, will you support Donald Trump? My answer is this. I am insulted that you would even ask. Absolutely, unequivocally, without a millisecond of hesitation, hell freaking no, never. I am completely never Trump, as I've been since Eric Erickson invented the term. If you think that I would vote for a man who I would, and I honestly believe, would be horrible for the Constitution, the country, and the people who live here, then you think very little of me. I can understand that and probably deserve it in many ways, but not this one. I could list, and we have the 75 zillion reasons that I would never vote for Donald Trump. But I've been listing them for a freaking year. I've made my argument, I've lost, and I can sleep at night knowing that I've never bent my principles, despite the fact that it would have been much easier to do so. Well, I know that talking about this uh, is, you know, we've been blabbing on and on and on and on. I want to address specific questions uh, in a Q&A format, and here we go. Do you think Cruz should have dropped out? My opinion on that is not especially, no. I kind of wish he didn't, especially with Kasich now. I really wish he didn't mm. drop out. While every conceivable path under normal circumstances has been erased after Indiana, I would have preferred Cruz kind of wind down campaigning maybe and stick around just in case Trump does actually start shooting people on Fifth Avenue. It could happen at any moment. It may have happened today. We just haven't reported it yet. Uh, next question. Are you proud of yourself for supporting Cruz? I am proud of Cruz. I will say that. Uh, I wish it ended differently, and I am, but I'm proud of the campaign he ran. Uh, was it perfect? Obviously not. But everyone listing all the things he should have done differently should probably bring that list to the 15 other candidates he defeated. I said this many times, but despite the fact uh, that I really wanted him to win, I honestly never believed he would get this far. I just figured it would be some other establishment guy who wound up winning instead of a crazy person. But in many ways, it was an establishment person who did win. Got this one a lot on Facebook. Ha 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 Your guy lost. Ha 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 ha. It's not really a question, uh, Pat. But yes, our guy did lose. Here's a little secret, though, you might want to know. My guy always loses. <laughs> if it, my guys were winning, our country wouldn't be as screwed up as it is. Yeah. This is what I expect to happen and what I expected to happen here, and I got it. Yay. Mm -hmm. uh, question, are you going to vote for Hillary now? No. You can also call me Never Hillary. I don't know who I will vote for, honestly, at this moment. I will enter a lengthy research period to find a third-party candidate. I've already told you Farley Anderson. At Farley Anderson. I'm going to look at Farley Anderson. Right. I will. Okay. If he, I don't think he's going to be on the ballot here in Texas, <laughs> but maybe he will. You need to start this up, by the way. We'll talk about Farley yeah, Anderson. Well, I'm on it. I don't know. Well, I think it I'm should be. It. right. Yeah. Uh, maybe a high-profile person will enter the race. Uh, Brad Thor is going to run. Maybe uh. he will. Uh, maybe somebody who we really are excited about will uh, enter. But honestly, I'm probably going to vote for somebody who has little to no chance of winning. That does not bother me at all. My vote is personal to me, and I don't put my name on people so that I feel like a winner. I have seen myself without a shirt on. I never feel like a winner. Good point. Thank you. Uh, question, uh, what does this mean for the party? Um, well, honestly, for me, 
If this party would nominate somebody like this, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Whatever idea I had been holding on to that the Republican Party had any value Mm-mm. took its last pathetic breath in Indiana. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I will still vote for individuals that I believe uh, are good for the country and happen to be running with the albatross of an R after their name. But my default position is now libertarian. I get it. Republicans, I get it. I know when I'm not wanted. See you later. What happens on the show is another question we got quite a bit. I mean, you know, football. 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 We're going to be talking a lot of football. <laughs> a lot of football, a lot of baseball, uh, a lot of <laughs> cricket. Um, I mean, the radio show itself is ultimately Glenn's show, and he gets to make those calls. But what I do know that he's not going to suddenly come around to thinking that Trump is a good option. <laughs> he's not going to change his principles and start supporting an authoritarian just because he won a primary. At the same time, there's little value in us in constantly criticizing him, I mm-hmm. think, going forward. Uh, you know where we stand. We don't exist to, to annoy you, and that might be surprising to you. Honestly, I'm kind of bored with telling you how much Donald Trump sucks. He does suck. He's awful. He sucks a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's what a primary is for. We had a year to argue about who is a better option for the future of the country. Donald won. Good for him. Bad for us. And we're still going to cover the news. We're still going to cover the election. We'll be honest about it. But the focus will likely shift to places where a difference can be made in Congress or in certain local races. I mean, governors are another big deal. Um, we're going to be hitting that. We've got Congress people. We've got senators to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, next question was, what was I drinking last night? Moscow Mules. Um, if you like that little, little the ginger beer, mixes very well uh, mm. with the vodka. Um, did this seriously happen? Yes, it did. America has decided it wants to choose between Hillary Clinton and a Hillary Clinton donor. Um, what did we learn from all of this? is the next question. What did we learn from all of this? Um, Every mediocre political drama has the same moment in it. The candidate that loses steps up and says something to the effect of, we fought hard and it wasn't our time, but I have supreme faith in the American people to make the right decision. Mm -mm. I don't. Not anymore. Even with the skeptical eye that I bring to the party on a daily basis, I still overestimated the American people's capacity to care about the Constitution, about policy, about character, about anything. I thought that this guy was so awful. It was so clear to people. Uh, The thought that this guy has been able to win over this many people is completely perplexing to me, and I think most, most of this audience. It seems impossible that anybody could take him seriously. After 2008 and 2012, I honestly did come to the conclusion that celebrity and hype would win over the left. I mean, we all were there. It is with complete displeasure that I have realized that the right is susceptible to the exact same things. I've been told that what I need to understand is that people are mad. They're not thinking about the policy or constitution. They're just angry. That's what this is about. Respectfully, that is not something that I need to understand. That is something that you need to cure. Making poor decisions out of anger is not an instinct that I intend to coddle. I am not your safe space. The bottom line is, I wish this had turned out differently. It did not. But there's always vodka, created for moments just like this. I don't think you'd agree with me on the last part, Pat, but I think, generally speaking, we're in the same uh, Well, except for the fact that you're forgetting, if he's elected, he will eliminate ISIS very quickly. Ah, Very rapidly. Yeah, you forgot about that. That makes me pro-ISIS, you, doesn't you it? You also forgot that if he's elected, he's going to win so much that we're all going to get sick of winning. Oh, and we're no. going to say, hey, President Trump, stop the winning. And he'll say, no, 
No, I won't do it because we're going to continue to win. And we'll say, no, really, please, we can't handle any more winning. And he'll say, no, again, no, I'm going to keep winning. Well, I will. You, so uh, you're going to. I will agree. You're going to love the winning when it happens. I will agree that I, his presidency will make me sick. I mean, I, I don't know if it's mm. going to be about winning, but it will be about something. Yeah. I will give you that. But you're also forgetting that it's called <laughs> We Have a Country. You're forgetting all of what, this stuff. What about management? Stuff. Management. management. It, it, country. Did you, know, did you know China built a, a wall? That you, like 1,300 years ago, and it was yeah, a big, it was a big wall. bigly wall. It's a bigly wall. Big, bigly wall. I, don't, I, I, I am surprised, legitimately. <laughs> My errors in this election and covering it uh-huh. were almost entirely focused on having too much faith in the American people. Yeah. That it, is a depressing it's, moment It's really true, isn't it? And they, it was just ill-founded. It was con- I was constantly dismissive of his chances faith. because I couldn't believe the American people could fall for this. Idiocy. No way. No way would you think they would. Okay. Because like you said, we believe this about the left. They fall for this crap. We don't because we, we have truth. Uh, we have righteousness on our side. We understand these values. We hold these principles dear. We believe too much in the Constitution. It all went out the window. Well, yeah, but Trump. It all went out the window in yeah, but Trump. Trump. Yeah. Those three freaking words. And I think there's really only one solution. It comes in on Twitter, at World of Stew. Uh, It's time for Gilmore to restart his campaign. Hashtag dozens for Jim. (laughs) Dozens. Wow. Dozens for Jim. He's got some momentum now. He does have a little momentum. He does have a little momentum. I have a couple things. I'd like to comment on Stu's Facebook post as well. Um, I was Mm -hmm. uh, amazed. That you did an entire Facebook post, a lengthy one, without some kind of fat slam on me. Is there? Are you? Uh, are you, you filled? Okay. Are you all right? You, was I, there? I was must, there an editing issue? There must have been too many vodkas. I think that's. Uh, <laughs> do I feel? Yeah, right? it does feel a little warm, Jeffy. Okay. Okay. It does feel well, a little okay. warm. Well, that's because I, I have a heater. We need to get that yeah. check. I have a heater sitting behind this <laughs> check. Plus, I'd like to, you know, you guys went through your Facebook yeah, post. You I, give... I've, got my, I've got my rant that I, I spent a lot of time on. You did. Well, night. we don't, we, do we have time for it? No, we, we can probably squeeze it in. It's pretty, I mean, we only have Go a... ahead. We've got to get to the break, but mm-hmm. um, well, we can get to it. Um, word of the day, mm-hmm. survey says, doomed. On that note, back in a second. 888 beck is the phone number. Doomed. Nicely put. Jeffy did it a lot quicker. Nicely put. He did. He gave the same he rant as us. Right on up no, no. Summed it right on up, all up in here. Glad. Yes, I'm glad all over. Uh, anyway, um, glad the uh, gay lesbian alliance, of course, of anti-inflammatory drugs dependency, or whatever it is. Uh, they looked at their uh, studio responsibility index for 2015, and they realized. And how much does this piss you off? Um, Disney had no. L-G-B-T-Q-L-M-Z-Y-T characters in a movie last year. None. To remedy this, GLAAD has proposed that they put a gay character or two in the next Star Wars movie. Oh, my gosh. Just a couple. 
just so we can explain it all to our kids. Because uh, that's, that's perfect. Um, and, you know, you have to have them in all movies. And you have to have them in all... I, I guess every company has to put them into all of their movies, right? It's not enough for one studio to put every gay character into every movie. Because that's already happened. Now, right. because Disney hasn't put enough into Star Wars or, I guess, Frozen, yeah, this morning which there was they're the, also pushing. Yeah, this morning was the big story about uh, Elsa needs a, uh, a, a female love interest. What do you want to bet that will happen? What do you well, want to bet? Now, this Elsa, I don't, I don't know the movie that well, though I know um, every song <coughs> from it. Um, but is, is Elsa uh, the one? Elsa's not the one that's with the prince guy, right? Is Elsa? No, Elsa's the queen. Yeah. Right. So there's Elsa and Anna, right? Anna is the one right. that was with the yeah. prince the whole time. Yep. Right. And she falls in love with the prince or something. Yep. Right. So Elsa's not with anybody? No. She's, she's the saying, one that's like, saying let it right. go. And so some people believe that that's, <laughs> I mean, it's probably silly, but there are people who believe there's already overtones. Right. Or because, undertones you got, because you got mad and laughed and that. didn't stay with the family. But, no, but she, that's Anna, right? Didn't Anna leave? No. Elsa no, left. Elsa left. I don't know this movie very Elsa well. Left. Anna left to go find Elsa yeah. and bring her back. So, yeah. So, anyway, they're, Disney's being pushed. If you know the songs, you should know the story. <laughs> know, what are you, Disney's being weird. pushed on Frozen to put him into a children's cartoon. Now. And Star Wars. And the best news for Glad. Uh, apparently, J.J. Abrams is going to accommodate. He says gay characters will be included. Because you need that, of right? Of course. In, in a movie. I, I don't know yeah, why. I, just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah. get it. But You know what we could do? Maybe Anna is the one. Maybe Anna is going is to go trans. It's going to change. Uh, maybe. In yeah, Frozen. Maybe. Huh? Maybe. Leave Elsa alone. I mean, like, it's one thing if it's authentic, an authentic <laughs> part of the story. Like, I mean, I, I, there just could be... Just put it in. Right. Like, there can be... like. It, there can be something like sure. that, right? Like, mm-hmm. no one cares. Absolutely. Like, Modern Family is a good example of this. Modern Family, the, the whole story is built around that everyone has different crazy relationships and everybody's different. And it actually fits really well to have gay characters in that show. It actually sure. would work much worse if it didn't. If it didn't. It, it actually works really well. But it moves it the story forward. Right. It fits it, and it's in part of it. It's not a forcing because Glad came to you and said, hey, we need gay characters to be the next cantina band. <laughs> right. It's like, it's, it's absurd. Like, there, there are interesting things that can happen, and, 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 uh, and those storylines can be advanced, obviously. I mean, showing different situations is part of what entertainment is about. The idea to force it into every situation because you want to push an agenda and try to uh, do something that's not authentic to the story is really the problem. And it's, I'm sorry, Star Wars, there's room for essentially one love story in Star Wars, and it's a guy kissing his sister. That's the only one. Thank you. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's only incest is available uh, in Star Wars. I mean, can we at least agree on that? Jeez. But no. anyway, there's essentially one relationship. It's, it's Han and, and Leia. That's it. It's not a relationship movie. Right. That's right. But they're not.
What a weasel, what a worm, what a douchebag John Kasich is. Oh, I'm in this to win it. I'm going to be the nominee. I'm taking this all the way to the convention. I think I'm going to be the nominee. I've got the only real path. I'm the only one who can beat Hillary Clinton in the fall. The second, the second Ted Cruz gets out of the race. Uh, John Kasich is doing the same. Horrible human being, Pat. Horrible. I mean, so who do you think the deal was signed with? Uh, Was it with Trump? Or was su- it with the RNC? I suspect that it was <clears throat> Trump, but he, uh, uh, you know, the, the deal with Cruz was a little <laughs> odd, although he ruined it almost immediately. Yes, he did. Um, the, the issue for him, like, staying in was you would assume he was promised something, which I would assume he was in a Trump administration. Um, but we don't, I don't know, like, he's such a non-factor. Why would Trump bother? He's, I don't know. He's such a giant <clears throat> well, I, I think mean, he I, would bother because he knew. That he would continue to split with with Cruz yeah, to the extent helped. that he would not they would not have that one on one, which, you know, Trump must have had access to the same information uh, Cruz did. And the Cruz camp was like, if this guy gets out, we win. We're ahead in all all of the polls. All of the studies we've done show us beating him head to head by a lot I think they they had some some that uh, research that showed him like thirty points ahead of of Trump or something like that, and so that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, but Trump knew that there was a problem if Casey got out, and so I'm sure they made that arrangement. Either he or the RNC, because the RNC didn't want Ted Cruz any more than any more than Donald Trump did. No, and, and that's going to be obviously one of the things that is taken out of this is that you know if the if the RNC comes out and really supports mm. and, and is against Trump, they probably are able to turn the tides a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, the bottom line is it comes out on the voters. And, you know, obviously today we're focusing on Indiana because it just happened. But really, I mean, you expect more out of Indiana. I did not expect New York to vote for uh, for anybody but Donald Trump. It's a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of bizarre, though, um, that this happened. I will say, you know, we can look at this in a little bit positive way. You kind of did this in a, in a break, I think, Pat. Um, you know, we've had two elections in a row in which we've supported a guy who had no chance. Uh, and um, both of the times, they've wound up in second place. Yeah. Now, well, last... They both started around 1% or 2%, and then they ended up second. Yeah. I mean, Ted Cruz, uh, by many, <clears throat> many experts' uh, um, thoughts, no had no chance no in this election, and he finished second. Um, now, uh, you know, before Rick Santorum, when we talked about um, back in the day, had no chance and wanted to finishing second mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, although that one, I, I mean, I never had the, I, I like Rick Santorum. I never had the idea he was actually going to win. Um, Cruz, there was a moment there after mm-hmm. Wisconsin, after uh, Iowa. Um, there was a few moments in there where yeah. you thought, this guy actually has a chance of winning this. Yeah. Um, I really believe for a while uh, in that. Utah, Wyoming, Wisconsin time when he was winning all those states. I really thought on the second ballot, he, I think he'll keep Trump under 1237. And on the second ballot at the contest, contested convention, he wins. That's where I thought he can do this. This can happen. Yeah. Two, but, two, two times in this cycle uh, <clears throat> that um, surprised me with Cruz um, and Trump. One was, as you're talking about, coming out of Wisconsin. We 
tried hard to prepare the audience um, and anybody who would listen to say, hey, if you're a cruise supporter, this is going to suck for the next couple of weeks because the way the schedule falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Republican primary voters did not listen to that. They were overwhelmingly impressed by Trump winning New York. They were overwhelmingly <laughs> it impressed. It really were. By, I mean, it really were. The, the race changed because he won New York, Rhode Island, and Delaware so convincingly. I mean, we tried to prepare people for that, but obviously, they, you know, emotion is emotion, momentum is momentum, and we we're not able to stop that. I'm surprised because my thought was Wisconsin, Trump, Cruz has got all the momentum. Maybe it carries into these six states, and Cruz does a little better than expected. What happened is instead he did worse than expected, and the momentum reversed, and he was not able to recapture it for Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's I was surprised. I was, if you would have asked me three or four weeks ago, will Cruz win Indiana, I would have said yes. Um, Me and he, too. And he did. Big he got destroyed. Um, so that's one. The other one was uh, South Carolina and the Deep South. Uh, you know, Cruz's initial uh, idea as how to win this race was to come out, win Iowa, lose New Hampshire, and then win South Carolina and start a, a and record. that momentum would yeah, propel Start winning the states south. like Florida, start winning states yeah. like out, out west and the south. Yeah. Um, the fact that Trump was able to, to uh, perform so well and you... Uh, address this pretty clearly in your post uh, was that, was able to address so well with deeply religious people, evangelicals, those who I don't know how that happened. I have no idea. I don't know how that, how that happened. I mean, it's it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Uh, it really is. Well, it's, a, um, it's, it's not an embarrassment too. It's, it's not a, right. shameful. It's not an embarrassment for like for okay, I'm a moderate independent who doesn't really follow politics. I'm going to jump yeah, in that, okay. to the primary. I get I got that. that. I, I got get that. If you're He's a deeply religious person, though, yeah, I don't understand. You're going to vote for this douchebag all of a sudden? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not looking for a pastor in right. chief. And, and that explains. I'll even give you. I'll give you that one on his knowledge of the Bible. Now, to me, I expect more of an average person than to lie about God. But if right. you, I mean, if you could excuse his, you could say, okay, he's a Look politician. Look he treats people, though. Right, right. That's what I was going to say. You could say, all right, I know uh, he doesn't know anything about the Bible, and he's BSing his way through that. Mm-hmm. But you could say, look, he knows he's a politician. He knows he has to look fairly religious to get elected. I'll give him a pass. I, I can't do that, but I can understand that idea. But the way he treats people, the way he trashes other people's families, the way he goes after and says women are ugly, uh, he's swearing at them all the time, he's taking entire religions and banning them from countries. He, I mean, he's going in and saying, hey, wait a minute, uh, you know, um, uh, my opponent's dad murdered a president. He'll go to that length at a time which he pretty much had the thing wrapped up. He still will do that. And then afterwards, after the guy dropped out, still lies about it. <laughs> this man is a horrible, really horrible human being. Really He's bad. as bad of a person that, that hum, as humanity can, can produce. He's that terrible. Um, and for that to be a guy that a bunch of religious people in the South would say, you know what, that sounds like the option for me, that's sho- that shocked me. I mean, again, I didn't see that coming. No. What I would have There's seen, no way you could see that and coming. I could have seen some of this coming if it was Jeb Bush versus Donald Trump. I could have seen that. Mm-hmm. If it was... And Rubio. What, essentially, you know, even Rubio, some level, I would have fought that one. But, I mean, Jeb Bush, John Kasich versus Donald Trump, uh, George Pataki versus Donald Trump, standard, uh, I've been in politics for a zillion years, people, versus Donald Trump. I would have at least understood it. To take this, they basically applied the same metric you'd apply to Jeb Bush to, to Ted Cruz. 
a guy who's, oh, he's just an insider. I mean, it's insanity. I, I, there was a, um, uh, Dana Bash last night was on uh, CNN talking to Jake Tapper. And, and she's like, you know, it's amazing looking back at this. As somebody who's been here and has seen the utter hatred that comes from Washington to Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. the people inside can't stand this guy. And for him to be seen as an insider, as somebody who's in Washington and follows this stuff so closely, it's completely shocking to me that that worked. Yeah. I mean, and this is not a, a conservative, this is not a Cruz supporter saying this by any means. She's saying that, like, the idea that Donald Trump was able to, point, to, to paint the, a man who has done nothing but, but fight with the establishment as an insider shows an utter distaste for factual information from voters. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. All right. And then you have uh, House members and former House members. Uh, one of them, uh, the former Speaker of the House, John Boehner, calling him Lucifer. And then a current member of the House, Peter King, backing that up. In fact, furthering it by saying that's an insult. Comparing Cruz to Lucifer is an insult to Lucifer. And then blaming Ted Cruz for the shutdown of the government when it is actually Peter King who played a part in that, not Ted Cruz, because the Senate can't shut down the government. The House does that. They're the ones who shut it down. He participated in in that. And, and then he blames it all on Ted Cruz. I mean, this was the most unbelievable set of circumstances you can possibly imagine. Everything about Donald Trump that is abhorrent, he blamed on Cruz. Mm-hmm. The lion Ted thing. He's actually the liar. I don't know anything that Ted has lied about. I honestly don't know a thing he's lied about. Tell me what he lied about. Oh, there was that thing in Iowa. Yeah, uh, the thing I, in Iowa uh, was not a lie. He did lie. I, I can give you a lie. Okay. Uh, he said uh, Donald, Donald Trump is fantastic. Okay. He praised yes. Trump early. Early on. And I will say this. A lot do of people that. do uh, fault Cruz uh, for that and say, uh, hey, he shouldn't have. Uh, and they should. We didn't like that either. We didn't like that either. Um, I wish he came But we from, knew what he was however, trying to the, do. The strategy worked. He cleared out everybody else. Yes. I mean, that was what he was trying to do, obviously. Yeah. Um, however, I wish he didn't do that. I know. Um, I, you know, I would have rather, uh, I don't know. I guess I would have yeah. rather had him just lose uh, <laughs> early on. Because, I mean, everybody who did that, and there were people, um, uh, Rick Perry did it. Rand Paul did it. At some level, Scott Walker did and it. And they went away he, quickly. Uh, d- he got, uh, Carly Fiorina uh, did it. <coughs> um, and he dispatched them all. I will yeah. say Trump was able to win against that uh, fight with other candidates. And then when Rubio came at him strong, it ended his campaign yep. as well. I mean, so well, it's hard um, to argue with that strategy early well, on. It, it is, although I don't know that anyone expected, and maybe we should have, what a great partner Donald J. Trump had in the press. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot and he of did. press coverage that went his way. During those fights that he dispatched those other candidates. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yep. Um, you don't know. I don't. That's you all don't I, know, doomed. do you? Doomed. Doomed. That's what I think I you summed it up well. That's what I know. Last time. And you yeah. summed it up well again. Well, we're doomed from that and we're doomed from the effects, of course, of uh, climate change, which, of course, is killing us all. Hello. It's destroying the planet. And uh, there's no denying it. And these people who are deniers, you know, the climate deniers, they need to be locked up in prison. And um, 
uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night took a moment to talk about climate change. Oh, and, and, I like uh, Jimmy Kimmel, too. This is going to be I know. This is going to be okay. tough to get through. But here, here he is talking about climate change. No matter what Sarah Palin and these geniuses she surrounds herself with try to tell you, climate change is not a liberal versus conservative thing. Okay. But yes, the people who profit from ignoring it want you to believe it is. In general, politicians on the left believe humans are the major cause of climate change and politicians on the right say no not all Profit politicians are right but most and that is what's confusing that. me because unlike a lot of things this isn't a matter of political opinion it's a matter of scientific opinion in this case overwhelming scientific opinion 2014 was the warmest year ever no, until wasn't. 2015 became the warmest year ever no, now didn't. 2016 might turn out to be even warmer than either it of those might. you know it you might. know what no, climate change might. is real when the hottest year on record is whatever year it currently is. That's how you know. We've had 15 of the last, of the 16 hottest years ever. No. Since 2001. That's no. not true. That's not an Jewish. opinion. That's a fact. But for some reason, no, it is, whether or not humans not are contributing to this has become a left versus right issue. Our politicians debate this, but Jeez, our I scientists don't. I don't know if I can get don't. through it. I don't know if I can get through it. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle this. I um, can't do uh, it. So, uh, just, uh, it's a lot to get through there. Um, so, it's not uh, the warmest year on, on record. 1998 was still the warmest year on record. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but they, they adjust every year, though. But they adjust the they temperatures adjust every year. every year to um, make every year look like the warmest. Beyond that, it makes no difference if this year is the hottest year on record. His idiotic simplification there makes no sense. If there is warming, right? Mm -hmm. then you're going to be around the hottest year on record. That does not at all address the cause of the warming, which is where the debate is. No one's saying it's not warmer mm -hmm. than it was 100 years ago. Uh, that's not what the debate is about. The debate is about what is causing that warming, and will that warming in the future be catastrophic? And what, um, what you could, let's say it is. Let's give you that point. What are you going to do about it? I mean, everything they've proposed so far doesn't fix the problem. This whole Paris Accord that came to the, yeah. this agreement doesn't fix the problem. But do you think, though, that Jimmy Kimmel has read the peer-reviewed journal that I cited from in the model uh, we played earlier this week? I'm going to say um, no. That said that the entire Paris Agreement, <clears throat> fully uh, committed to and actually um, executed, would save 0 0.05 degrees of warming by uh, the year 2100. Now, that is, of course, within the margin of error, number one, so it could be zero, could be nothing. Mm -hmm. Number two still includes lots of warming, so you'd still have this terrible thing going on that you're complaining about. Um, if they did 100 times what they're promising, we can, we can eliminate it to 2.7 degrees, again, and this is all just using their science. I'm not questioning any of the science here. Uh, using theirs, if we did 100 times as much as the, what they did in Paris, then we can get to limiting it to 2.7 degrees Celsius in warming, which would still be, in their words, catastrophic. So what the hell are you going to do? You're gonna, I mean, if you turn off every car in the United States, turn them off, they never run again, we all just walk to wherever we're going, you save 4% of global emissions. If you turn off, and that's including not just cars, but also trucks, the entire transportation sector. So I think that includes planes and trains and automobiles. Um, for about 4% of global emissions. Now, they're talking about needing Which drastic is made cutbacks. up by China, anyway, in like a week or yeah, something. In about a year. Um, <laughs> China, you know, by itself. Not to mention, China just came out and said that they had, um, they used more coal than they previously um, said they used. Um, oh, and good. that the margin, just the margin of the amount of coal is more than the entire amount we use in the United States. Is that a problem? Or what? 
And I, I love his thing, too, of those who are benefiting by or, or profiting by ignoring this issue. Who, who are these people? Yeah, nobody. Who profits from ignoring it? First of all, if you're talking about the oil companies, which it clearly is, none of them are ignoring it. They're all caving into it. Yes. All of them, Exxon, Chevron, Mobile, everybody is... BP, they've all caved. Yeah, they've all all caved. Giant um, uh, zero emission energy companies. And And by the way... And their commercials are all loaded with that crap. The funny thing is, too, of course, if this does take over and solar and uh, and wind are the thing, guess who's going to own all those companies? Exxon. Right. They're going to take all That's their right. money and buy those companies. And then they will benefit from global warming. And then they will benefit warming. from it. And then they'll, and because they want government money, we'll continue to argue for you it. You know who is benefiting in a big way? Profiting in a big way? Al Gore. Al Gore? No one what? has profited. The guy's become a billionaire doing this. Um, how about uh, a billionaire? Companies like Tesla. Who again? I, we like Tesla, but Tesla takes seven thousand dollars for every car they sell. Yeah, um, and so it, ridiculous. From, out of your pocket by ignoring um, it. It's the profiteers who are who are perpetrating this hoax that are profiting. Yeah, and really, what they're talking about is an outdated uh, view of right-wing think tanks um, and scientific organizations. Which, oh, way outdated, though. Way outdated. Like We're talking late 90s. 60s? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> 60s, but still. The late Jeez. 90s, some of these groups still got a few thousand dollars from Exxon every year. Yeah. And that stopped a long uh, a time ago. A long time ago. ago. And, and by the way, those, those organizations are still saying the same things. They're still saying free markets are better. They're still because that's what they believed in. It had nothing to do with the money they got from Exxon. They are believers mm-hmm. in a free market system, as am I. Um, we, we get you know you ever see a, you ever see BP advertised on this show? No. Uh, no. No. And we're the ones out here talking about uh, uh, about uh, how much have we defended these a holes? And and <laughs> all they do is cave to this. I I'm so tired of it. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too uh, is on the way. Sure. Yeah, I don't know if I could take any more Jimmy Kimmel. To be no. perfectly honest, can't I, do it. I just, I just can't no. do it. Let me talk can't to you about. Uh, let me talk about this. Super Beats. You hear Dana talk about uh, Super Beats, and I always say that Dana is a much better spokesperson for Super Beats because, huh. um, <laughs> yes, you know, for a lot uh, of reasons. I think that's something you can continue to say. <laughs> Enough said. Are you? S- we get it. Yeah. yeah but- Mm-hmm. I, I don't need yeah, to explain right. that for that. No. I could go into detail as to why I believe you don't need that. To. No, no, everybody does. Oh, she just no. got a better handle on the scientific. <laughs> she has that's that. what I was going to say. Is that no, what that's you're not gonna... what it is. Mm-mm. No. Oh wow. Well, Superbeats uh, is uh, is a great product, um, and uh, you have a problem when it comes to beets uh, because beets are icky. Um, are icky. They're actually terrible uh, in many ways. They're really healthy for you, and I think everybody knows that. Um, they help with all sorts of, uh, you know, energy and a- antioxidants and all sorts of uh, really great things. But nobody wants to, you know, eat them because they're weird uh, red uh, vegetable things. And and I uh, perf- are you? You're I'm holding, holding the, <laughs> oh, you're holding glass, the glass of beet juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what uh, Super Beets says. Addressed, however, uh, it's a powder. It comes in a powder like this. You put it in a little bit of water. You mix it in, and it uh, they flavor it with black cherry. Black cherry flavor. It's just a delicious drink, and you're getting the actual health benefits of beets. I can't Why can't remember. they do with that? Why can't they do that with everything? Just make it all taste like black cherry. Yes, flavor? yes. Make broccoli taste like black cherry. 
Do it. I like that. I like that. Uh, nitric oxide is one of the things that it helps. It helps boost circulation. Uh, lots of sports uh, athletes uh, do this. People who are athletically overweight, uh, like Jeffy, can even benefit from it. Uh, you know, you might not be an athlete, but you can get the benefits of Super Beats. Uh, let me give you all the information uh, as to where to get it. Super Beats is available uh, right now. Call 800-951-8896 or go to stewlovesbeats.com. Uh, get a 30-day free supply. How about that? Uh, it comes with your first order and is nice. backed by a money-back guarantee. Also receive the free book, Beat the Odds, and free shipping on your entire order. I mean, that's a lot. You'll love the results. You'll feel with your first canister. Beat the odds? <laughs> I mean, I do get it. I do Plus, get it. Okay. if you're like I'm, me, you're taking it sure. so you can, you know, at least achieve Dana status. Yeah. Uh, that's true. You're, yeah, good you're luck so with close. That, you're so close. You're, yeah. uh, look, you're going to enjoy it. It's guaranteed or your money well. back. 800-951-8896 or stewlovesbeats.com. Give them a call. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. It is uh, Pat and Stu. Hey, how would you ha- how would you like to have a rice-sized chip implanted uh, to avoid carrying a wallet, credit cards, and keys? This has yes. been discussed for how long? Because we've had the digital angel deal for oh, yeah, I remember years, talking about that in the yeah. late nineties. Yeah, yes. Please. And in Tampa, where you guys lived, was like the was that the headquarters of digital we're angel in, in Florida? Orlando, like it, yeah. We were between Tampa and Orlando, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, it's called biohacking, implanting tino, tiny, tino, implanting tiny microchips into the human body. Uh, Minnesota's Tim Shank already ha- wow, already has four of these very small yeah. chips inside his body. This will make it possible for me not to carry a wallet, credit card, or keys, he said, as he demonstrated how the chips, which are about the size of a grain of rice, were implanted just below the skin surface. And then he showed him in action, unlocking the door to his home, uh, and turning on and off the ringer on his phone with a tap of his finger. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't want it under my skin. However. It's weird. It's creepy. If, you know, I mean. And obviously there's the. There's the biblical The thing. biblical part of this as okay. well. But I mean, I, I, just Not to implant things. I, I mean, that's like one of the, one of the revelations in Revelation about the end of the world that you'll you know you have this mark of the beast and it would be implanted in your body somewhere and i don't know if people thought well okay they're going to come around and say hey this is the mark of the beast and i'm going to give it to you right now well that's not the way they're going to do it because of course people are going to resist that what am i resisting the the collectivization of manufacture no i'm resisting satan with that uh so (laughs) what they would do is they would say Hey, this is going to make your life better. You know, you get this implant, then you won't need to carry your wallet. You wouldn't need to carry any credit cards. You won't need to carry your keys. It'll all be right there. You'll always have it. You'll never forget it. Here's another important detail. You put this in your children. If they're kidnapped, we'll be able to find them through GPS. All for your safety. Hey, you ever have a heart attack? We can monitor your vital signs on the way to getting you help. We'll know already. And we'll have uh, your medical history. Yeah, and we'll have your medical history. I mean, there's so many benefits that you can, uh, and that's how they'll sell it. They're close right? to doing that to newborn babies at the end of this year, I think, the beginning of next year in Europe. And they've been talking about that for a long time, for a really long time. It's tough. I mean, you know, 
it's this unknowable sort of problem with a very knowable um, uh, current problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I, the idea that if your kids ever were taken or lost, that you could find them quickly is really enticing it's appealing. to a parent. I mean, I, it's appealing. I mean, I, you know, just we went to... Um, the convenience alone without the children part is, is, is appealing. appealing. Uh, but I but mean, then the children thing yeah, is really appealing. Really appealing. Um, you know, so I understand. I mean, it's going to be difficult. I, 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 my belief is these things usually cannot be reversed. Um, you know, when you when, yeah. once this becomes like right now, it's just icky and weird. But I mean, like I think at some point when you're mm -hmm. able to not ca have to carry anything, no one can steal your wallet. When they perfect um, it, right. people are just going to do it. Yeah, yeah. when they perfect yeah. it, there's, a, there's the company in Europe that's doing it as just like these people here in the states, where they're busy perfecting it now, where they're putting it, seeing where they need to put it in your body to be able to scan it, and they've got to have the you got to have the right scanners. And they're close to perfecting that. Then it'll just be a drop in the bucket. Put it in, or you're nothing. Well, I've, we don't take we don't take cards here. I've thought of that when you, when you're at the grocery store and you've either forgotten your cards or it's a pain in the butt to get them out and run it through the thing. If you just do this and you you, you swipe there your you wrist over a scanner, <laughs> how yeah. easy is that? Oh. You never have to carry cash. Your cards, your keys, it'd be awesome. Yeah, I recently awesome. uh, purchased uh, something. Um, uh, pizza, mm -hmm. um, which is not a surprise. Um, however, I decided to do something really interesting. I purchased this pizza with cash. Wait, apparently that's what? you could. That's still you could do that. No, you can't. Um, not anymore. Was, Were you it, arrested? I will say it felt freaking weird. I noticed as because I, I went. It's it's a place that's like, um, it's out. very home, like a. It's not a chain. Like it's like oh. a it's a local place. It's like you walk in, everyone's like, you know, b baseball games. It feels like one of those like northeastern pizza places. And it's sort of near where I live. Mm -hmm. And you know, you walk in there, it just doesn't feel like a place you pay with a card. Now, I think you can pay with a card. But I, I don't know why. Like for some reason I just pulled out cash. like it set me back to my childhood when you paid with cash. And I just like took out cash and I, as I was handing it over, I'm like, "Why am I doing this?" And also there's that weird thing where uh when you pay with cash at certain places that aren't tip locations, but they give you the receipt with a tip on it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like you walk up to, like, McDonald's and you pay with a card and they give you a receipt and you're signing it and there's a tip thing and you're like, McDonald's doesn't do that. But a place like that where you're just going up and getting food from a counter, you're not, mm -hmm. that's not a tip location yeah, no. necessarily. Yeah, I lived, in a, I lived in a little town in Connecticut. Well, it's Wilton. I don't live there now, so you're not going to find me there anymore. Um, <laughs> I lived in Wilton, Connecticut, where they had a little restaurant that was really nice. I mean, it was a really nice little restaurant and uh, had really good food. But they only took cash for right. some reason. I don't know why. They didn't even have a credit card. Money laundering for the you know, dispenser. But, so but, I, I don't know why. But every time you went there, you had to go to the bank first, withdraw the money, take it over there. Okay, now here's the cash. And that felt really weird. Even then, which was, what, four years ago, mm -hmm. five years ago. And so now it's like I is somebody my kids sometimes will ask me for cash. I never, never have cash. No. I mean, like, I usually can I get ten dollars to go to the movie? Well, I don't have ten dollars. I got a card. I got this chip in my forehead. But that's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And, and why does it say six six six? Well, we'll talk about that after. Um, no, I think uh, it's a. Uh, uh, it is strange. Like I usually will keep a little bit of cash on me because I always think there's. You, know, you never know. 
Yeah, um, you want to have 20, it if you're... 40 bucks. Yeah. Uh, if maybe. you have to tip somebody or you... Yeah. Uh, and something. Yeah, I, that's another thing. Yeah, you want to have a tip. You want to have, you know, mm -hmm. But it's like really so limited. The same $20 will live in my wallet for right. months. A long time. Well, the, har months. the harder they make yeah. it for you to use your card, the more difficult they make it for you to use your card or to pay with cash, and they're trying to limit the $100 bill out in, in circulation, that kind of the thing. Easier the it gets. easier it gets to put that yes. chip in. Yes. Yep. It's true. I mean, it's one of those things that you just, uh, eventually it will get to that point. 20, right. 25 years ago, you couldn't imagine we'd be here. No. And yet, here we are. Uh, more patents, too, coming up in a minute. Oh, you're getting that new car? Oh, we can just, uh, you have the chip? Oh, good, with that size, you can start your car anytime with the chip. No problem. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't have to fill out a bunch of paperwork anymore because it's all nope. on the chip. Boop. Right? Here goes. You know, there are some things we hit uh, Jeffy on that are maybe exaggerated. Uh, certainly not his fatness. Certainly not his evil. Certainly not his drug abuse. Can you, can you name certainly, one? No, I can't. Okay, there's nothing we exaggerate on. But something we definitely downplay is the fact that he's seen everything ever broadcast on television or in movies. That's it's amazing. True. It is There's, really amazing. He's looking at his phone and going, what the, they just canceled Red Road? <laughs> what the hell is Red Road? Who's ever even heard of it? It's a TV series that was on he's Sundance, watching. and it's up on Netflix, and it's, it's I enjoyed Sundance. the first two series. From Sundance. Now, I watch, you know, wow. those like Sundance, IFC, like FX. Rectify. Yeah. Another great series. Yeah, that's supposed to be good, too. What it's is really good. Rectify. Rectify. Uh, what, is, is that, it a is that Western? Uh, what's her face? Abigail. Yeah, that's your girl. Uh, yeah, that's my girl. Abigail she's, who? She's on Suits. Yeah. Uh, so I like her. Rectify yeah, is what? Um, that's her series, I guess. I have not actually. Well, seen she's it. the sister of the main character. Right. Yeah, yeah. Is that a Western? Is Rectify? No, a Rectify oh. is the. That's, uh, that's uh, Justified that you're thinking of. Oh, okay. I knew there was the, a defied. The lawmaker. Somebody. Yeah. But Rectify <laughs> is the guy that was uh, sentenced to life uh, mm -hmm. in, for murder. From okay. A small town, and they find him innocent because of. The Again, I rest my case. Out. There is no show you can name <laughs> he hasn't seen. Amazing. There is no show. But Red Road is really good. I've I don't know where you the get first the time. Two seasons. I was talking to wow. one I mean, of our uh, one of the people, where our workers the back there, and uh, I was mentioned Red Road, and I wanted to know when the, well, the next season would come out, and. Oh, they canceled it. Again, we don't care about your Red Road thing. I'm going to investigate this more. Because what's interesting about Jeffy is uh, he, for as poor of a job as he does here at work, <laughs> he is here a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, he gets here very early, mm -hmm. um, like almost pat time, as far as I know, in the morning, right? And mm -hmm. certainly I'm not here. Um, <laughs> and then you're here. I mean, you'll stay at times to the end of the show. At times, <laughs> at times, at times. Know, I try some days to make it all the way. Rarely so. after that, and yet for a second, but somehow still, how do you... still has time to and... watch every existing show. And we should point out if too, it's a show, Jeffy has seen it. Jeffy lives in New Mexico. Okay, he does not live anywhere near <laughs> any of where us. we broadcast. We right. live in Texas. Now it's like it takes him like an hour to get home, about an hour. So you've some got days. see right. So you've got two hours of commute. A pretty long work day, um, and a very early wake-up time. And Not yet, to mention two young kids. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't do anything with them. I know Donald, but still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, how? It's just a couple shows. You just, it's you not a couple it shows. It's every show. It's every, it's every show, show it's ever broadcast. And it's one thing to, to be up on every show in 1990. Yeah. Right, where there's three yeah. networks, maybe right. Fox was on. You got a budget. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're watching every Netflix every show, every show Amazon Netflix. show, yes. every, every IFC every show. Every is a stretch. Every is a stretch. It's Just more me. than it's more than literally anyone I've ever met. Oh, for and sure. I, and I mean that for honestly. Sure. I've never met anyone who's as up on as many TV shows yeah. as you are. I've never, and you do not have as much free time as some people that I know. I know people who do nothing, <laughs> who never go to work. They live off the government and they stay at home all the time. Well, they should contact me. I'd let them know what to watch. I don't know how you do it's, it. Do you watch amazing. multiple shows at once? Like, are, do you have like four screens? Now that's in front a possibility, of you, and right? All running. No, but that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is sort of uh, kind of like related to you, Jeffy. I think um, a Frenchman is uh, suing his former employer. Why? Um, well, he wants $415,000 for the mm-hmm. distress in his job. That distress was caused by boredom. <laughs> Apparently, like he suffered that. from clinical depression because of, uh, he had a traffic accident, and his job was so boring that he's actually suing his employer. And I guess in France, the, job, the, the laws are so pro-employee that he might actually win. Well, listen to this, because he was so bored, it gave him clinical depression. Okay. His boredom from his work gave him depression. With that depression, he had a car accident. With that car accident, he had an epileptic seizure. And from the seizure, he fell into a coma. Well, how's he supposed he's to live? He's got a strong case. Mm-hmm. He's yes, got a strong he, case. How's he supposed to live? He needs one some, one thing led to another, right? Right. And so uh, he needs $415,000 in damages. That's crazy. Uh Desnard said he was paid 3,500 euros a month, which is about 4,000 bucks, for doing nothing. And he's complaining about it. I mean, that's what Jeffy lives for, is doing nothing. That's what he lives for. No, you know, look, if you're, if you're being paid to do a certain thing, and that certain thing is nothing. Yeah. Then that sounds great. It's just that when you're doing nothing, and, how do you know when you're done? Right, and so that's the then, problem. Then you get it. depressed and it's boring, and things happen. And then you get a car accident, which causes mm-hmm. a seizure, which causes a coma. I mean, uh, four thousand so. a month is not going to cover the medical bills or the depression <laughs> tablets. Well, you take just take a little bit yeah, off their stash, right? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. You and you're right because it's France, product. he'll probably win. Absolutely, he'll probably win. Yeah, I'll never forget uh, watching um, uh, Michael Moore in one of his documentaries, and he was talking about how, like, he was trying to make it. I think it was Sicko, the one about the healthcare yeah, system, where Cuba was better than us. Yeah, Cuba was better yeah. than us. And one of the things he did was go to Europe, and he was talking to a guy who I think got hurt at some point, um, and he had to uh, leave. He he wanted to leave work. He could have worked through it, but he he wanted to leave work because he was hurt. Um, and so he was the, the the Michael Moore part of this was praising whatever country it was, um, saying it might have been France, saying they gave him so much off time that not only was he able to recover fully and mm-hmm. to not have to go back while he was still in pain or oh, uncomfortable, good. he was able to recover fully on the government's dime and then continue for months afterwards to just enjoy life because it helped him mentally recover so he could go back to work. Yeah. So he was just like living on the beach yeah. and enjoying life for like six months after the injury was over. And this was, a, this was praise 
from uh, Michael Moore. Another example in this movie was... That's unbelievable. I mean, come anyway, on. Come on. It's ridiculous. On. But it, it, the point was... And hey, then you'd bitch about like they'll pay productivity for your going down. Right. It, I mean, it, it, if the United States did that, they'd say, well, look, under, under the Bush administration, productivity would... Yeah, because you insisted that we have laws like France, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one was, when you have a baby, the government sends over a person to live with you for a while. To take care of the baby? Yeah, I mean, because you can't, you can't obviously take care of your own children. So what would happen is they send over, seriously, yeah, send over a person to come that over. That is amazing. Do your laundry. I like uh, that. Cook meals for you. Do you? I like I that. Mean, that's what sure. the pitch to, to America was, hey, you can get all this free stuff from your government. Do I like it? I mean, I like the idea of hiring someone to help. We're the, like only, member. We're the only industrialized nation on earth yep. that doesn't have free nanny service from the government after a baby is born. I mean, would that pitch surprise you at this point? Look at everything Sanders is is whining about. We don't have free education. We don't have uh, free family medical leave for a year. We don't have free this. We don't have free that. I, I, of course they'd want that. Yeah. Of course they'd want that. I mean, he talks about Denmark all the time. Look into Denmark sometime if you haven't, by the way, and see see how wonderful the situation is. Something like that is. would help it with all the, the postpartum depression, right? So the wife, yes. the wife wouldn't be so Yes. Uh, well, so that's what they claim too. To take care of the baby, she can take care of herself and come back to be a strong, viable human being without taking care of her children. Would that be nice on somebody else's dime? You bet. You bet. Uh, do you want your kids to go to college on somebody else's dime? You bet. Maybe you do. You bet. Uh, but when we're all living in an 800 square foot apartment, you won't like it. When none of us have a washer dryer because we can't afford them, you won't like it. Welcome to my world. I mean, when, when we're all living in free zones because our little darlings have insisted on it because they can't hear anything that goes against their viewpoint of the world, you're not going to like it. <laughs> you're not going to like it. The safe free zone. The safe space free, free speech zone or whatever. Oh my I mean, gosh. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's horrifying. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More on the way. We got. Don't we have a spoon? We have spoons today. I think we have spoons coming oh, up. Oh yes, they're on this last. Oh yes. Yes. Let's spoons. get to break. Why are we still here? Go. I mean, they're go! so excited about spoons. Yeah. Look at them. Look at them. They can't wait to get to spoons. Okay, hang on. We're coming back to it. <laughs> Ice cream. Yes. Now, Jeffy, you are gonna eat this, right? Oh, uh, spoons. Um, so we've got uh, spoons today. Uh, blizzards at uh, Dairy Queen. They've got new ones. Uh, they're the Royal Series. Oh, this oh. is all about science because we don't know how they taste and we want you to know. Right. So the, so. the theory behind these. <laughs> what is, is the theory? You have a, a, a bunch of ice cream in a yeah. cup. Okay. And yes. then down the middle, there's like so a far. core yeah. of like There's goodness. a vortex, if you will. A vortex of goodness. And the um, vortex. Goodness vortex. Like, one of them has like a wow. like berries, like, like a core of berries, no, and then the ice no, cream surrounds it. That's not true. That's going to be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we're going to kind of scoop this stuff out as we go. Uh, but right. Can we start? We're going to start with a movie trailer, Pat? Let's do it. Which one?
Uh, so that was your job. Let's see. Uh, actually, was it actually my job? Yeah, it was like, hey, Pat, um, you one of those at all? Uh, here's a, a, a new movie coming out called uh, The Nice Guys. It's about a private eye uh, investigating okay. the apparent yeah. suicide of a fading porn star in the Boy, city. doesn't nice. that look good? Let's doesn't take a look. Fun. Let's eat. Okay. All right, here it is. Okay. Who is it? Mr. March, we're gonna play a game. I have to give the wrong house. It's called Shut Up Unless You're Me. I love that game. You're a private investigator? Just 20 bucks in there, all right? Just take it. No, I told you. I'm not here for that. I'm a messenger. Give me a lift, Arnold. No! Yeah, come on. No. When you're talking to your doctor, no. you tell him you have a spiral fracture. No! Deep breath. No. trouble with someone you might ask around for me jackson healy i work for the department of justice my daughter amelia is in danger please find her protect her march jack healy i'm not here to hurt you so when i ask you a question no. how stupid do you think i am i got a license to carry dumbass and ever since your little visit this little baby's gonna stay right here Sucker punched your dad. You seen this girl? He's got dark hair. Her name's Amelia. Who's in for me? He'll stop doing it. He'll lie. Dad? The mob is trying to spread its operation to Los Angeles. Somehow, Amelia is involved. One thing we know for sure something funny's going on. Worst detective. The world's worst. Look at the bright side. Nobody got hurt. People got hurt. I'm saying I think they died quickly though, so I don't think that they got hurt. That's funny. That, I think that funny. looks really good. That looks good. I may have had a little accident here as <laughs> is, it, you had more it. than a little accident. Of course, I tried to pinch it just enough to get it off, and, I, and, and, you, and you pinch, and then it, it flew everywhere. And then right. tragedy ensued. Right. Now, I thought you weren't having any because you're hardcore. Just, I took a little bit. I had to try dieting. all three. Thank you. All right, whatever. That's what I did. Just looking out for you. That's all I'm doing. So the cheesecake one has like a cream cheese like center. Like a cream cheese icing kind of center. Oh! Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just got to it. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good. Holy cow. So it's a brownie one? Plus, it's got like a strawberry or something in there, too. The Oreo that I had. Just like regular Oreo yeah. stuff. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. okay, the vortex on the Oreo Blizzard is just Oreo? I'm not finding a vortex. <laughs> if there's no vortex of flavor in this, I'm going to be pissed. I want the vortex of goodness. Which everywhere. How many times have you said that in your life, Pat? 36. That was the 37th. Okay, thank you. Let's check it. I will say the blizzards, blizzards are awesome. 
Yeah, blizzards are I'm a good. Big fan. And they, 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 I like Dairy Queen. For some reason, oh, they're no. huge here in Texas too. Yeah, huge, huge. I mean, still, a Dairy Queen was big when I was twelve, but I didn't think it existed in a big way anywhere else. It was like something you see out in the country or something, and you drive through a small right. town and look. Oh, there's a Dairy Queen. Eh, if we were stranded, we'd stop there, but we're not going to. If we're but stranded, here, yeah. But here, people actually go to them well, on that, purpose. That's because they changed the name. <laughs> they changed it to DQ. You know, oh, it's still Dairy Queen. You know, in the old days, it used to be the Red Dairy Queens, the little little Dairy Queens in the small towns and stuff that you go to. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where you hang out outside and have your burger oh, yeah. with everybody. But mm-hmm. uh, now. Mm-hmm. They're trying to, you know, match up with the big change, and it's just DQ. Well, that's the same thing, mm. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, KFC. KFC. Yeah. Um, because yeah, fried that. became a bad word. Yes, mm-hmm. that's exactly why they did that. Now, they didn't stop frying the chicken. Mm-mm. No, they did not. They just stopped calling it fried. Right, and they also right. made made it better because you can get uh, tacos and fried chicken at the same time. Because most of the Kentucky Fried Chickens, or I'm sorry, KFCs, share space yep. with Taco Bell now. Oh. Right. I'm interested in your opinion on that, Jeffy. This is really good. As a development Keep talking, you guys, while I eat. Okay. I mean, like, the, the whole, like, both. Because, I mean. Match and match. The 50. I'm, I'm torn by it a little I bit because, too. like, it feels like it, you're ordering, like, off of one, like, kind of combined mm-hmm. menu. And that you can't see everything. Like, it always feels like they're cramped inside of it them. It sure does. But I do like having multiple options. My, I know. My kids love it. Yeah. My kids love it. because like, You know what's great are those rest stops now? That are like yes. malls with a mall of that's a, that's food. That's a Northeast thing. And a mall of, I mean, you can even get clothes in some of yeah, them. That's a, got, that's a Northeast thing. They great. started doing that on the Jersey Turnpike, man. That was amazing. What'd you get? You can even get clothes in some of them? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can get clothes. Stops? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think I know this phenomenon. Tires. You never stopped at the rest stop there on the New Jersey Turnpike? Coke, toot, nose candy. I thought you used to work at one of those bougie things. I did work at a um, rest stop in Connecticut. That's what I thought. Uh, at a McDonald's. It was my first job. Okay, well, in one of those, they've expanded. You can get clothes yeah, there. Yeah, some of them are massive. Yeah. I mean, they make Stuckies look like a 7-Eleven. You know, they're they're huge. And we st- we, Pat and I stopped at one that should be uh, included in a That place stop. was uh, awesome. <laughs> I mean, they make incredible homemade barbecue. They had it roasted pies, for like cake, pie, like crazy clothes, clothes. <laughs> the bath. No, no, it wasn't a Bucky's. Uh, uh-uh, it wasn't be, a Bucky's. This place was really Bucky's. A, it was nice, and the bathroom was nice. So they the had, bathroom, remember, had the separate stalls. Yes, with the concrete separate and stuff. It was stalls. Great. They had, I mean, nice tile. Free samples. Awesome. I hope you've learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> the blizzards are good. Try them.